0: Are you ready? Let's get it. Here we go. It's about to go down. Yeah,
1: cool. Real Talk with Pasha B. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Real Talk with Pasha B. It's 2022. It's been a minute, but as always, <laughs> um, we're here. And of course. I'm here with, no other than, Shanika. Wow, yay, <laughs> yay. yay, What's up, Pasha? Hey, Shanika.
0: Hey, Pasha.
1: How, how have you been?
0: Look, I am, what the church folks say, I'm blessed and highly favored.
1: Blessed and highly favored, I know that's right.
0: We survived.
1: We did survive.
0: The lockdown, the pandemic.
1: All the variants,
0: the, all the variants, all the foolishness that's been going on over the past two, two three years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Outside
0: of the pandemic.
1: Outside of the pandemic. Um, I think the last time we podcasted was in 2021. We dropped in. We put our pinky toe in one time. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it was. has been about a year. A little it's, over a year. It's been about a year. It's been about a year. Um,
0: what have you been doing with yourself?
1: I have been uh, getting in tune with me.
0: Mm. How does that look?
1: That looks like, um, you know, we always talk about living intentional. Mm -hmm. So I've been living intentionally. um, Concerning myself with my peace. Mm.
0: Have you been protecting your peace?
1: I have been protecting my peace. Mm.
0: I have. It's a good feeling, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Mm. Protect drinking my water.
0: Mm.
1: Staying hydrated. Mm -hmm. Also minding my business.
0: And minding your business.
1: Yes. Mm. Mm. Doing a little decorating.
0: You know, I meant to tell you, I love the new studio. Mm. (laughs) It's a vibe.
1: It's a vibe. It's an inspiration. It's it's, it's representing us.
0: It represents
1: us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, thinking what have you been doing? Well,
0: hmm. Oh, Pasha, I've been doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. You know, still decorating the house. Absolutely. I'm struggling, folks, because the girl has no decorating skills, and I've tried to rely on Pinterest <laughs> and Google searches and everything else, but it's coming together. So
1: Adulting.
0: Adulting. You know, back in the day, and we talked about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When I first had my very first apartment or place or whatever, it was about practicality. Yes. I just need a sofa. Yep. I just need a table. Mm-hmm. But with me trying to be intentional and have themes and have stuff actually match mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and decor. 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 Mm-hmm. Not just a picture on the wall,
1: but mm-hmm. decor. That da- that represents whom? Moi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It is hard (laughs) and And expensive.
1: Very expensive. Very expensive. So as we know, the pandemic, um, whether it caused supply chain shortages, um, whether it is the root of this inflation that Mm. we're experiencing or they're talking about, um, everything is more than what it would have been two years ago. Yes. So... Being intentional, not wanting to, you know, blow a whole bag on something, but also have it be a representation of you. Yes. Fit your vibe.
0: And it's coming along. The vibe. I love the vibe. Mm-hmm. But you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can I also, I'm just gonna share this with the people, 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 people out here. So Pasha got me into these plants. Mm. Mm-hmm. So She recommended, I need some house plants mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to cleanse the air mm-hmm. and give a different energy to the place. Absolutely. So what I didn't know, plants actually at work. I thought you just get some house plants, throw it up there, Mm-mm. put a little bit of water in it every once in a while, Mm-mm. and give it a little bit of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, I put these little bougie, persnickety plants.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs>
0: Tell them. them outside.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm. Elaborate. What, 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 what. So full wait. sun. She put them in the full sun. She put them out naked. Right. Because direct. plants come
0: from outside. Yeah. So, you know, when, when the weather started to break, I was like, they've been in the house all of this time. Let me put them outside so they can get some direct sun. Like, Those plants was out there 10 minutes. And when I tell you. hmm they got sunburned, mm-hmm. they withered up, mm-hmm. they curled up, like, ew. Fell out. Eww. They fell out! They did. I called Pasha like, what the heck is going on with this one?
1: She did. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't read the directions, plant mom? Like, all of them you just can't put out in full sun.
0: I, you didn't tell me all of this.
1: I actually did. Wait. So let's be clear. Most plants have a care um, stick inside, you know, they they usually give you some type of care instructions. Here we go with the technicality. So Shanika thought, just like a lot of people do, so I'm not going to knock her too much, but a lot of people do actually think you water your plants once a week, keep it moving. Mm. And no. You
0: can actually overwater these mugs. Yes, you you can.
1: Yes, you can. And some of them, uh, Shanika has a few of them, (laughs) (laughs) don't like to be, they do not like to be watered every week. So she found that out quick.
0: And they will die if you overwater them. And they will. So I'm calling Pastor, like you need to come get these plants and fix them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fix it, Jesus. Right. You
0: need to fix them because they're doing too much.
1: Right. But but other than that, you know, because that's a learning curve. You did say that those plants changed. What? I,
0: I so they did change, and I again. I didn't realize how responsive Mm -hmm. plants are or Mm -hmm. would be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I do see when I uh, don't put them in direct sunlight, but I give them a little bit of, you know, water, like they perk up, Mm -hmm. like they literally perk up and Mm -hmm. stand taller. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, oh, they actually look happy. Mm -hmm.
1: They want to be here. They
0: want to be here. Mm -hmm. They want to be here. Mm -hmm. So, look, we're getting to learn each other. In the meantime, you come to her place, she got a whole freaking botanical gardens over here. Her bougie plants has a whole sauna. What is that? A, uh,
1: it's a humidifier. A
0: humidifier. I'm trying to
1: recreate the Garden of Eden over here. Oh my
0: God. They have full spectrum lights. They have lights. Beaming yes. on them eight hours a day. Yes. Oh
1: they get their water. They get their fertilizer. They get some Epsom salt, depending on what plants Epsom they are. Salt. Yes.
0: I still haven't done anything to my plants except watering,
1: <laughs> and they're gonna—they're gonna show you how. <laughs> they're gonna show you how that's not the best thing for them in about two point two seconds. I guarantee it. It's the summertime now, so we did talk about what you can do in the winter. Like you can pull back some of your things on the winter because technically your plants are not growing as fast. But in the summer, babe, Some of them do go dormant, or they start to grow a little bit slower. But baby, when that temperature. When it when it peak and they see that sun outside, oh, they know what time it is. So when she, the next time we podcast, because we're not going to be gone that long, but the next time we podcast, Shanika's going to be talking about sun. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I gave him the
0: passion. I gave him away <laughs> because I've already done. That.
1: She has. She has. Anything else been going on?
0: You know, had a little bit of travel. You have trying to get out here and make up for lost time
1: because outside is open
0: outside been open mm-hmm. we just figuring it out mm-hmm. so um yeah i got a chance to see erica badu goody mob mm-hmm. ja did y'all know ja Rule is fine <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's funny is sometimes to hear Shadiko because she is i'm gonna say you're growing your You're you're growing your flowers in certain things, right? Music being one of them. Yeah. So
0: because I am the neo soul R and B, little bit, little bit of hip hop,
1: little bit. So what's funny is and it's
0: all 90s only, early 2000s
1: only. (laughs) So we all knew Jaru was fine back in the day, (laughs) right? (laughs) Should we? We all Jaru. Physically has been now, the, no tea, no shade. There's a difference between being fine and you know, there's hood fine.
0: Oh, what you trying
1: to say? No, no, no. Like, well, well certain things float certain people's boats. So aesthetically, physically, I think that we knew all. Ja Rule had always, you know, been in the gym. Um, physically wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. he had always been. That do like in the nineties, two thousands, in early two thousands in particular, when Murder Inc was hot and popping, Jarrell never had a shirt on. Oh, I guess I never paid attention. You. you didn't. You missed out. That
0: Negro
1: fine. You missed out. We also saw, and this is kind of dating where the podcast when we're podcasting that day, but we saw Tank in Atlanta. Oh, he's so nasty. <sighs> Let me tell you, he fine. He fine. He's he been fine, yes. and he gets finer as he gets older. Um, I think he carries himself in a manner he. I, I'm not comparing the two because Idris is, as you all know, oh but the their confidence, yes, is kind of the same, right? And when I say kind of the same. Um, there may be things about Tank that people will be like, oh, he short, uh, he's uh, short, uh, whatever, but he carries himself, mm-hmm. um, in a manner that shows that his level of confidence There's a level of confidence there. And that makes him more attractive. And it's not arrogant. It's not arrogant. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's very Damn palatable. Palatable. hmm Palatable. Um. Suck. <laughs> mm, very palatable. So those who had the opportunity to enjoy him at the Mabel House Amphitheater, Mableton, Georgia, they yeah. would probably all agree. Um, it was a good time last night. It was a good vibe. Yes. And um, he's a comedian. We talked about that. Yes.
0: Love his personality.
1: Yeah. Love it. Well-rounded person, I think, at least what we see. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that was good. Um, we are going to try to get to some more concerts this year. Oh, yeah. Because
0: outside is
1: open. outside is open.
0: Hopefully we can get some stamps in these passports as well.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So 2022 is um, outside is open. Um, We're going to dive back into events, for example, concerts and things like that. Mm -hmm. And then the goal is to get some stamps in the passport. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um we, t- we decided to come back with a hot topics podcast and even though we've been gone for a long time we're going to focus on like March, April, May cuz these last 60 plus days of 2022 look folks been turning up
0: what's going on? I what's going on outside?
1: You know I think they just opened up outside and you know and there's nobody there's no ushers. <laughs> There's no, (laughs) there's nobody facilitating anything that's going on. It's like outside is open. And, you know, what happened recently, you know, comedy shows are starting back up. Um, Dave Chappelle had a comedy show recently. I think it was like in the early part of May, was it? Where we at? No. Um, Was it April? Late April?
0: April? Maybe early May. I don't know.
1: Recently. Recently. Y'all know what we're talking about. Um, and he was attacked by someone who was actually, we would assume, a patron, right? Like,
0: like how he get in?
1: Like, right. So we're thinking that people who go to comedy shows, and, and I guess this is maybe where we're flawed, because everybody's not coming to the thing because they support the thing, mm-hmm. right? There are some people who are coming who have alternate agendas, mm-hmm. And almost, I I think this young man did. Mm. Um, 23, 23 year old Isaiah Lee, I believe that's his name. Yes, attacked Dave Chappelle, um, when he was performing live on stage. And if y'all haven't seen mm. the the pictures of him being um skirted away on the gurney. Um, the chicken wing picture. The chicken wing picture. Like I've
0: heard that term used many times before in uh-huh. altercation. Uh huh. You
1: know. But you never saw it. I've
0: never seen it.
1: So <laughs> Shanika <laughs> sent me the picture, and she sent me an initial picture, which I think she may have gotten from Twitter or someplace, and I really, really, really couldn't see it. Right. Mm. And then I think you sent me another picture. Maybe it was a video, video. or something, yeah. a short video. Yeah. And I, I was, I was. It was, it was perplexing, right? Because I did not even know that the human body...
0: Can contort that
1: way. Can contort. Then, then he's on a stretcher. so In a chicken wing. In a chicken wing. Handcuffed. <laughs> and they handcuffed the chicken wing arm. Okay? Not the arm that wasn't damaged. They handcuffed the chicken wing arm. And he's looking like he just was fighting, which... Fighting, he was in a, a fight, whoop. he was in a fight, <laughs> he was in a fight. All right, I won't say he was fighting because that he was there, <laughs> he was there, yes. Um, but he got the paws put on him, and I, it, it's a lot of things that's going on, you know, behind that. For one, the fact of um, violence, just violence altogether, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how you can be on your job cuz that's what Dave Chappelle does. He's a comedian. Yes. So he's on his job. And then there are people in the audience whether it was and I can't say this wasn't a um planned mm-hmm. thing because I read someplace that he may have had some type of weapon on him, a yes. gun knife thingy yes. thingy. So there was a level of violence or there was a there was a weapon, so there, there was, was a, le- a weapon. Mm-hmm. And who can just hop up on stage when somebody's on their job performing and attack somebody else? Mm.
0: Look, I bet he won't do that no more.
1: I bet you he won't. And if he didn't learn a lesson, you know, if he didn't realize that his arm can, that shoulder <laughs> could do what it did. I, before, I hoped he learned it now because apparently Dave Chappelle's entourage or security, whomever. A combination of both. A combination of both. Mm-hmm. Didn't find it funny. Mm-hmm. And they made sure that he didn't go anywhere, I'll say that.
0: Uh, I think they've been waiting for this smoke. Because you know,
1: he's... <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of controversy with Dave Chappelle. There's
0: been a lot of controversy with him since his Netflix specials dropped over the past few years. Didn't he
1: have one last year that the
0: closer I'm not sure what year that was
1: it was the closer it was that the, was the last one I think it was last year sometime I don't know. the last few years have been okay alert. it has I don't know. it has pandemic brain COVID brain <laughs> that's what it is mm-hmm. that's, that's what, what we're it saying it is
0: so I think he's been waiting for the smoke waiting for the smoke him and his his people
1: I I would agree Mm. there's been a lot of hate going on around him a lot. Um, and so I, it, what I've heard is that, you know, of course he was able to still continue with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a joke that was made.
0: <clears throat> That's me snickering.
1: <clears throat> I'm not even going to say it. Well, he made, you know, he made a joke. i um, in reference to his past specials or the issues that he may have with certain mm-hmm. communities. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, so I, I, mm, He was able to continue and keep it moving. But I do agree with what you're saying that he probably is prepared Mm -hmm. for there potentially being some aftermath with all the stuff that he's doing. Uh, Whether it be good, bad, however you view it, he's prepared for the smoke. Um, And with that being said, what's happened subsequently is that the attacker is not being charged with a felony. He's been charged with a few misdemeanors, probably about four or something like that. And, you know, Dave and his camp, especially Dave, he's not happy behind that because that was a violent act on his job. Mm-hmm. And you had a weapon. So I'm up here performing, doing my job. Just like if I walked at Walmart, walked, worked at Walmart, and you came in and you attacked me, had a weapon. Um that needs to be looked at. And that was, it was a direct attack on him. No matter what, whatever the person viewed, if they liked his joke, didn't like his joke. We all know that there are other options. You can leave. Even if it's something that happened and you, this wasn't premeditated, you can leave.
0: First of all, don't bring your ass to the comedy club. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Don't Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think once you go to a comedy club, um, I think most people who go to the comedy club, you have an understanding of the reputation Mm -hmm. of, I'll say most of the comics who are there. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, you'll be, you know, introduced to a new comic, you know, that you're you're not familiar with. We all know not to sit on the front row. Absolutely not. We all know. (laughs) Absolutely not. Unless you truly can roll with the punches. Mm -hmm. You're sensitive, easily offended don't sit on the first few rows, sit in the, the back. Back. <laughs> in the back. In the back, in the bikes. All the way. Mm-hmm. So these people go to the comedy clubs or even watch the comedy shows even on Netflix. It's like you know what you're going to get. Don't watch, don't partake.
1: And you're usually going because you want to see the headliner, right? You want to see the headliner. If it's a headliner, you're the headliner is usually who draws yes. the crowd. Dave Chappelle. It was his comedy show. Even if he had openers, it's his show. You're coming to see Dave Chappelle,
0: and you know what you're going to get. And
1: you should know.
0: He's been very consistent,
1: very much in general, very much.
0: Yes. yes. So I, I just don't even understand coming with this 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 aura of offense.
1: That's a problem here in in, in in this country. Why why are we so quick to get a aff- not even the quick to get offended? Because I never want to tell anybody, oh, you can't respond, you can't be offended. Now it may not be the person's intention to offend, and that's where you need to be in tune, right? But even if you are offended, does that make does it make it okay that you're now going to respond? with violence Mm -hmm. i'm offended all the time all the time and what i should clutch my pearls right clutching my pearls
0: clutch the pearls
1: i can't just wild
0: out on people Mm -mm. first of all everyone isn't stable everyone isn't stable especially coming out of this pandemic the foolishness and crazy level of crazy that was here before the pandemic has escalated to the nth degree now that outside is open. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And just to put it on the record, I'm not always offended.
0: <sighs> she can't be offensive. <laughs>
1: I sure can.
0: <laughs> Pasha has a mouth on her.
1: I sure. D-
0: but if I've, you all haven't figured out over the past few years.
1: But I've gotten better, haven't I?
0: Well, the thing about you, Pasha, is have you gotten better? Mm. Wow. What What I would say is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know when to say what you say. Okay, I could take that. You know when to say.
1: I can take that. And so maybe me saying that I've got you're
0: also shady boots, so you also can say it in such a way that you know
1: facts. Yeah. So and so me thinking I've gotten better. It's probably You're correct It's probably not that I've gotten better I think I've probably gotten More stealthy <laughs> More stealthy Or more able to Let certain things roll Right mm-hmm. And say things Or say something when I need to say it I'm More intentional How about that
0: More intentional
1: More intentional We're gonna let that But don't get it fucking <laughs> twisted Okay and, and, and talking about, you know, reactions, reactionary um, things or people reacting in a certain way. And I think this is an awesome sign for us to talk about the Oscars. Oh,
0: so do you think, leading back to the whole Dave Chappelle situation, mm-hmm. there's talk that the issue... Oscar gate
1: Oscar gate mm-hmm. Oscar
0: gate has emboldened these individuals to rush the stage and do things such as what Isaiah Lee did. Do you think there's any correlation there?
1: Talk about Oscar gate for a minute.
0: I you know what? Mm. Okay. Go ahead. I'm trying to think of how to present it. And I want you to present it. very biased.
1: (laughs) And I was going to (laughs) say, so me and Shanika have had a very, 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 probably not one time, multiple time conversation about Oscar gate. And I think initially you definitely saw it in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably still see it in the same way. Um, But what we know about life and not saying that how you saw it or your perception is wrong. What we do know about life is that we could all experience the same thing at the same time mm-hmm. and people's perception of what happened differs. Mm-hmm. So tell the people or talk about your perception of what happened late March, the 94th Academy Award.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm going to share with you how I initially felt. Because it has changed, well, well, not changed, not changed, but I, I I'm able to see a, a bigger picture. Okay, so initially, I get a phone call. I don't even watch award shows. Me either. I get a phone call from one of my friends. Are you watching the Oscars? Did you see what happened? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Let me let me let me go to Twitter, which is like my new place mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I, I love Twitter now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I see uh, Chris Rock mm-hmm. make a comment mm-hmm. about Jada Pinkett Smith mm-hmm. about her aesthetic, mm-hmm. and he said,
1: hmm,
0: "How do I can't quote
1: it not verbatim, but I can't wait to see the next G.I. Jane, Jane two and."
0: You'll be the first one in mm-hmm. it, something like Jada's that. Jada's
1: going to be like starring in it or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, you know, everyone chuckles. Ha ha,
1: ha ha, ha Not everyone.
0: Except Jada mm-hmm. Pickett, Smith. Mm-hmm. Will, ha ha ha, ha He's guffawing. The next thing you know, the camera cuts. He's walking up on stage.
1: How's he walking up on stage, Shanika?
0: To me, he's walking like the, who did he play in the movie Posse? (laughs) Cowboy. (laughs) 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 You know, it it looked very staged. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Even the bitch slap, if you will, Mm -hmm. that he put upon Chris Rock. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking like, uh, mm-hmm. punching pearls. Mm-hmm. But I think at that time, everyone thought it was staged as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: You know? And I'm not even putting much into the slap because honestly, mm, it's not like Chris. Chris took a step back with one leg like, uh, He did. Uh, uh. And I think most of what we heard was the microphone. And then Will walks his little mm-hmm. cowboy self back mm-hmm. with a little smirk on his face. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. He sits down Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until Mm -hmm. he said,
1: Mm -hmm. and I quote, and I quote, Mm -hmm.
0: keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And then he repeats, Mm -hmm. keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Mm -hmm. And then I think a large
1: gasp. Mm-hmm.
0: Rolled across the audience, <laughs> a sea. It was a,
1: it was a gasp that was like a sea, a sea of gas, a sea of gasps. gasps, right? clutching of pearls, a Clutching
0: of pearls. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is, oh, this is real, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Rock's response, like, oh, you know, all right.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I mm-hmm. It was like a joke. It's a joke.
0: Yeah, it,
1: mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a joke. Mm. So your initial thought about that was
0: my initial response was that was a punk move by will smith Mm -hmm. that was a punk move by will smith um it had nothing to do with uh for me oh you're on this worldwide platform like like you said i'm at my job i'm doing what i do Mm -hmm. um and He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's doing what comedians do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the response initially did not match mm-hmm. the quote unquote offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll stop right there. I'll pass it to you.
1: Okay. So just to give the story just a tad bit more meat, um, Jada Pinkett Smith has self um She's come out and said that she has alopecia prior to, I think maybe last year, two years ago. And she looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm just giving meat to, to the story. So her bald head.
0: is Her head wasn't bald. She has a low cut.
1: Okay. Her low, her very low haircut at this point in time is as the result because you're right she's not completely bald from alopecia she decided to cut her hair because she has alopecia and it's not the first time and it's not the first time and willow
0: also has the very same haircut continue
1: okay okay so, with the bald head, I believe that's what prompted Chris Rock.
0: And she had on an army green dress.
1: She had on a green bag. dress. It was not an army green dress. She had on what a green color, dress.
0: What
1: color? I think it was like an it was like the color of my couch, an emerald green dress. It was
0: dark. It was dark. Well, army
1: green ain't dark like this. Her
0: whole aesthetic. oh Continue, I'm
1: sorry. Mm, so, we see where her angle is coming from. Um, and so he made the joke. Um, it appeared, because one thing that we did talk about was, Will was laughing.
0: He was guffawing.
1: <laughs> and then at some point in time, it wasn't funny anymore uh, to him, I guess. And that's when he got up and sashayed up there. And he had he did have a uh a a type of walk to him reminded me kind of like if he were playing a George Jefferson walk or something um I'm not saying that he had the arm swinging like George would but he walked up there and it was it was a very particular type of walk I'm not saying that I don't think he walks like this every day but it was it was it was a noticeable walk um he does open hand slap Chris Rock bitch slap bitch slapped Good. that's what they refer it to bitch slap chris rock it appeared as though it looked staged mm-hmm. because what i think i heard more was a sound of a slap versus the sound that you would hear when someone gets slapped right mm-hmm. so it sounded like it was for lack of a better word it was an insert or someone put in a sound effect mm-hmm to that slap. Um, you did see him sashay back mm-hmm. to his seat. And again, he looked like he had a smirk on his face or something. And we're talking about two comedians. So when I saw it, because I didn't know anything about it until my sister actually sent me the damn message at 7 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. in a group text. And now we're like, well, what's going on, Blase blah, So to watch it, my initial thought was, this wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, too... Changed possibly my perception of it not being fake when I heard what he said about keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like he said that with with vivor, with passion, passion, with a level of it was so much certainty in that that at that moment. What he knew or what he perceived that he was doing was protecting his wife. And I'm I'm just speaking. And it was at that point in time that he needed to tell that man to keep his wife's name out of his fucking mouth. Now, I'm going to tell you now, we at the cookout (laughs) and some shit like that pop off. Like, it's no no more joking. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. We're expecting when somebody said something like that, forget the slap, but the slap and the keep my wife's neck, like shit about to pop off. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's when I kind of was like, Ooh, he ain't playing about that. Um, now the reasons that he did it still up for debate, right? Based upon Mm -hmm. popular opinion. What he said is what he said, because subsequently, After winning um, the award for King Richard, right, Um, he said his congratulations speech or his acceptance speech. And he kind of talked about being in this place in life um, in which he feels as though he has to protect people. And Shanika's very flat-faced right now, looking at me and not looking at me because... um, our talks have had. She's expressed in these talks that um, it had nothing to do with him protecting his wife. Mm-hmm. She believes it has something else. Is something else going on? And I, I, I
0: definitely believe. So let me let me go back a little bit. I believe protecting your wife and I'm going to extend it to your family Mm -hmm. is a proactive thing that you do
1: Mm -hmm.
0: by not putting your
1: business in the
0: streets in the first place. Mm
1: -hmm. Full stop. I don't think you need a full full stop because you are going. Okay. If that was your angle,
0: you should have been intervening with the level of um, openness that you that you allow, or the lack of boundaries that your family has. I shouldn't say lack of boundaries because I'm sure there are s- certain things we don't know about. But you invite, you invited the world into your life. And there are a lot of things that your family has shared over the years mm-hmm. that I don't align with protecting your family. mm mm-hmm. Um,
1: so because they shared.
0: Because they shared so much.
1: If you want, if you were concerned about, um, there being a level of privacy. Yes. And people not being people not being able to have an opinion or know about what's going on in your know family.
0: Social media streets are
1: absolutely. We
0: already know absolutely. So for you to be so candid, mm-hmm. under look under the guise. Mm-hmm of helping everyone else, you have to understand what comes with that. I agree. And for you to lash out on Chris Rock, I honestly don't believe he, he just caught it that day. Mm-hmm. And I think Chris Rock represented all of us.
1: So you're saying that Will's been waiting to put the pause on somebody?
0: On so, Well, I think it's been building up. Mm-hmm. I think it's been a slow build be and and I'm gonna say that we all are responsible for it
1: mm-hmm.
0: as people who are you know um who partake in social media <sighs> will especially everybody calls him weak, a uh, simp, and you can't control your wife and you know, uh, certain things Jada have shared about her not being satisfied with her husband and like just putting it all in the streets, and you know, everybody looking at you, dude. Like, mm, your situation at home is problematic. Mm-hmm. You can't you you can't control your family. Mm-hmm. And I think over the years, I don't think he really spoke to it. And I'm just going to say, I'm not a big, big follower. I used to watch Red Table Talk back in the day, but it just got to be t- too much, mm-hmm. too much. Mm-hmm for me and I, you know, anyway, so I, I think at that point that was just the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back and Chris received the brunt of what he had been, what will has been holding back over the years because the joke, and I'm using air quotes because it wasn't even, wasn't even funny, like, you know, mm-hmm. on a, on the grand scheme of jokes. Um, and I do think he was talking about her overall aesthetic, um, even her haircut, mm-hmm. to include her, her haircut, which was reminiscent of, what, Sigourney Reed, what's her name? Demi Moore. Demi Moore? Demi mm-hmm. Moore's haircut. Hair cut. Um, I, I don't think, and I don't know, but I'm going to say someone who used to watch Red Table Talk, I personally have only heard her mention the alopecia thing once once. And I'm in these social media streets. I've only heard it once. So to go in and say, you know, let me say, y'all, you all out there in the cyber world, taking this whole alopecia thing. It went from her having a, a a medical issue to her having a disability. Like like how they stretch this whole alopecia thing. C- give me a break. <laughs> like seriously, mm-hmm. give me a break. She's not walking around here bald. She had a low haircut, and I do believe he was speaking to her overall aesthetic. And I don't, and I know for me, I don't find that to be an insult. What?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She? Well, so just again, background would be this is not the first time that he made a joke about her at an Academy Award, I believe. Yeah. Um. So this would be a, a second incident. You know, there have been rumors, and that- it was
0: true too. What he said in 2016, right?
1: And whether it's truthful or not, what I'm going to say is, and, you know, I've said this before, just because you can say something doesn't mean that you should. Right. But, um, secondly, there have been some rumors out there in the interwebs that Chris Rock and Jada, you know, may have had a situation, right? The, the in, in the celebrity world especially when you are the minority which is black people the the circles are not that that big right so there may have been and I'm not this is I'm not saying that they had any type of relationship especially one of a romantic nature even though that's what I've seen kind of floating out there as well but it's my understanding that they're known to each other right Mm -hmm. So with that being said, if let's say hypothetically they were friends, they run or even uh, acquaintances that run in the same circle, um having the your wife be a butt of a joke in a environment that is highly white, right? Because the Academy Awards We don't it, care about them. What you mean we don't care about them?
0: I I don't see it as being problematic because it was
1: around a bunch of white folk you, but that's something in our culture that there's a way to act when it's us. And it's a way to act when it's when we're with them, like, let's not act like that's not something. So what I'm saying is will could have looked at it as wrong place, wrong time for this harmless joke.
0: Right, and so you're gonna go escalate it?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm building up to something. Wrong place, wrong time. Protecting his wife. Um, even some of what you said that it could have been a build up, right? And his action did not match the offense. It did not because he could have handled that differently. Very much so. Um. But I'm also going to take into consideration what he said that he felt like he was protecting his wife. And I also we talked when we talked off air, it was at no point in time, a few things. Well, I have an opinion about when someone should and should not protect their their family. Um, It didn't have to look the way that it looked, though. He didn't. that, That does not make it right for you to put your hands on somebody. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Chris was doing a job he was doing his this job as a comedian is to make jokes sometimes those jokes don't hit like they should mm-hmm. right I don't think that allows for anybody just like we talked about with the Dave Chappelle um incident it does not allow for anybody because they didn't like because they were offended mm-hmm. to put their hands on somebody Agree. Like come on, the the reason that he thought he did it or why we thought think he did it. I don't that's semantics. I we can take what he said, we can take what we think and then apply it, but what he actually did? Now you put your hands on a grown man. On a grown man for a joke about how your wife looked. And if I am to side with what you're saying because what you're saying is not Not a lie She does have a low haircut Okay She did have on a green dress That could have prompted For him because what they're saying is This was not a scripted joke So that could have prompted something Whatever his mind went to blah 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 But you talked about the way that she looked And that didn't Necessitate You to get up In front of a room full of people And put your hands on this man Because where, where we from, that would have been a whole full fight. No matter where we were, tables would have been moving, right? Somebody would have had to come get us. And so if you weren't ready for that kind of smoke, then you shouldn't have did it. But here it is. Some talk about that is, well, maybe, you know, he knew Chris Rock wasn't going to do nothing. Chris Rock was an easy mark, as you were saying Because he has some other shit going on. And maybe he wanted to put his paws on somebody else. Because of all the stuff that he's had to deal with. Um, I also brought up the fact that the Academy Awards. When you are an actor. When you are in this world. The epitome for some. Is to get an Oscar. So he could have been emotionally charged all over the place and there could have been a lot of reasons why he reacted in the manner that he did um but it wasn't appropriate Mm -hmm. and so subsequently he's been banned for 10 years from attending any type of uh academy events um Will he face repercussions in his career? You know, that's that's ebbs and flows. because initially,
0: I, I've, I've seen where he's already lost some deals, some movie deals.
1: He has, but the people who are still deciding to rock with him mm-hmm. is people as far, uh, for example, I believe Michael Bay, who did the whole Bad Boy series, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm still going to work with him. Mm-hmm. So he may have lost some. He may not lose some. He may get some more on top of that. Um, But one uh, additional point that I wanted to talk about on this topic, because we talked about it as well um, the backlash. All right. So the event happened, it goes into the interwebs. We, as uh, observers and people who participate in this social media world, then. Uh, put their spin on it or what they think and all of this stuff and I saw a lot of I'm gonna say it it's gonna this is gonna be something but I saw a lot of men um, basically saying because Jada had an entanglement that she wasn't worthy to be protected And I had a problem with that.
0: What was the problem that
1: you had? The problem is that ain't none of y'all fucking business. Because
0: the, it was agreed upon.
1: It seems like their, in, the entanglement wasn't agreed. It was, it was a known. It was a known. It was a known situation in their household. Mm-hmm. Right? And <laughs> there are a lot of people out here that are in relationships that look like theirs and they don't know what are worse.
0: Agree.
1: So if you out there If your wife or if you out there doing something Messing around your wife out there messing around Does that allow for another Person an outsider to sit here and say that you can't Protect your wife I got a problem with that Mind y'all Fucking businesses okay But I will also say And I agree with what you Said Shanika when you put Your business out there You put yourself in a situation That you allow for everybody To have a fucking opinion A comment A concern A church fucking Mm -hmm. finger Right They could stick their pinky toe In your water (laughs) And all of that stuff So I agree I agree with that But to sit here Like that's the pot calling The kettle black Some people are out here In the worst Relationship situations
0: (laughs) At least I got them in You sound like one of these bit holes out here.
1: Let me tell you, I got a man. Let me tell you, a
0: piece of man is better
1: than you can have it. I don't want it. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. And I think people are very quick to judge and to just react because we also know social media is about the reaction. Like people don't get on social media what draws attention is not positivity it's negativity as well and so I just you know as a takeaway I just saw a lot of men projecting something that I don't know should have been projected the way that they are um and it wasn't cool it wasn't cool like if that man decides that he wants to protect his wife that's his call on protecting his wife that's his wife um But what that protection looks like, I think that needs to be more aligned with um, the overall way that you are presenting your family and what the offense looks like. Mm. But, Will, um, that wasn't cool for you to put your hands on that man. And Chris has then, you know, subsequently said that he got slapped by the softest nigga.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Was that a quote? In rap. I believe that was a quote. So, I hope they get it together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's come out there with the apology. Um, what I see that Chris is saying, that he ain't really talking about it until somebody, th- show him a bag. Throw a bag at me and I'll talk about it.
0: And if he was really about that life, look. Chris, you should have hit the
1: floor when he slapped
0: you. I can't feel my feet. Call, call the ambulance. You slapped off his feet. You, you slapped me out of my shoes. You hear me? I would have been out of my shoes on the ground.
1: I get it. I think Chris is taking the best approach in this. Um, he's going to make, or he's going to call gonna...
0: the ambulance and on the next line, call my lawyer.
1: He's going to attempt to make lemonade out of lemons. So um again 2022 has been something
0: Look, y'all
1: crazy out here in these streets crazy out here in these streets mm-hmm. in these atlanta streets let's talk about these atlanta streets mm-hmm. hmm. are,
0: are, is this a transition into
1: uh you know how i transition stop acting st
0: st samuels Saint, of atlanta
1: st samuels
0: you've seen the tattoo
1: Y'all I seen that tattoo? You, you, you sent it to me. I seen it. St. Samuels. Saint
0: Samuels.
1: So mm, social media influencer, Kevin Samuels, passed away in the beginning of May. I think it was May 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a self-proclaimed image consultant. Um, he held um, I'm gonna say, sessions on um Instagram, on YouTube, I'm not sure what other social media platforms that he, you know, he's been on. Um but for the most part I think people have considered him controversial um in his thoughts um especially, you know, depending on whether he's talking about males, females, but his his overall image and and what he has been putting out there, people consider it to be controversial. Um He has been known to talk about high value men, um, you know, women lowering standards or or having standards or also, you know, dating your weight class. I'm going to say that Mm. Um, women need to take a look at themselves,
0: account self-accountability,
1: self-accountability, which I think a lot of women um possibly had an issue a lot and i say a lot a lot of them had an issue with it um i don't think kevin samuels was always off the mark Mm -hmm. um and we talked about this you know off air um it it probably was just more of his delivery Mm -hmm. um he started his career kind of trying to empower men i'll say um There were also and and, and me and Shanika, I guess I'm speaking for us both on this. We have not taken a deep dive into Kevin Samuels content because for me, what Kevin Samuels ate didn't make me shit. Right. So his life nor his death. Affects me in any manner outside of. Okay, a human being passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't even necessarily want to talk about who he was as a social media influencer more than I want to talk about the after effects, because people are talking about legacy and him being controversial and him being chauvinistic um, and him being um, having a divisive approach between men and women. So now that he's passed away, there were followers, male and female, that he influenced. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing some of the repercussions of his influence on the culture now that he's gone. Right. And that's what I really probably see that's interesting. So. (laughs) I'm sorry. Shanika, why are you laughing?
0: I'm just looking at your face and how you try to string these words together. <laughs> I'm trying, right? I'm trying. And, and 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 to just add on to what she said, I think prior to all of this, I had probably seen maybe two or three snippets of Kevin Samuel's content. And like you said, I didn't identify with it. So it's like, eh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, kept it moving. But after he died, died, I I tried to do do a deep dive. I, mm-hmm. I tried to cram for a little bit and pull up some of his content. And, and like you said, um, he wasn't far off the mark with the content. I think overall, most people based on what I'm seeing on social media, social media, they have an issue with the delivery, how he delivered the content.
1: Can we pin this just for a minute? Sure. Did they are. Do you think most people are actually able to, I think we identify that it was his delivery. Do you think most people who took offense from the content actually were able to identify that some of the stuff he was saying was factual and it was his delivery or were they just so turned off or unable to digest what he was saying that they just didn't want to hear what he was saying? Mm, Mm-hmm. Because, okay, well, <laughs> I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, some of y'all women out there, right? And I'm not—I was not a fan, not a follower. Didn't you know? Didn't didn't want to even be any part of that because I thought the full package. Um, there was a level of maliciousness mm-hmm. behind the full package, but some of y'all women out there,
0: okay.
1: Some of y'all women really, really need to learn how to self-reflect. Some of some women are out there are not accountable for their actions. They need to stop romanticizing about men and women and look at the shit for what it is. Um, you can't be lacking or not even able to identify flaws. And expect to be right all the time. You're not always right. Agreed. Women. Sometimes you are the problem. Agreed. So where people are able to say that Kevin Samuels. Shine their light on certain things. And try to hold women accountable. I agree with that. But what I have an issue is. Okay so your delivery. And then after you did that, where was the comma, right? Because what you did, the, the the fact that he had the influence and he had the audience, I think he could have handled his, hmm, I, mean, I don't want to use the word power, but I am going to use, I'm going to use influence. He could have handled his influence better. He had a lot of people who was either open or wanted to believe what he said to the T. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, not to quote a Spider-Man, but, you know, with, with great power becomes great responsibility, right?
0: Is that a Spider-Man quote? That's
1: from Spider-Man. Yeah, I believe. Did
0: it, did it originate in Spider-Man or did
1: he steal it from somebody else? Listen, I'm giving the <laughs> damn credit to Marvel and Spidey, right? Oh my God. And with that being said... I think he should have been responsible for his message and his influence because there were people who needed it either presented to them in a different manner or needed it presented in a way that wouldn't allow for all this negativity to then breed and bleed over into their everyday life. So we see now people who have gotten a or a person got a tattoo that says saint Saint samuel Samuel. they're holding him on the regard of a saint he's been called the saint he's been called a godfather
0: look and let me tell you about this fool over here talking about the godfather Pasha,
1: james brown was the godfather (laughs) so do you know how much lie he had to put in his hair For that to happen. Like you don't become a godfather in two years.
0: How many splits he had to do.
1: He had to say. (laughs) How many splits he had. To actually do on stage. To be called a goddamn godfather. And you have people around here. Throwing around the term godfather. And saint. To a man who. I believe had only had like a. A two year major run. And I don't want to. I don't I don't want to dim or diminish Kevin Samuels because I don't think that I have enough knowledge mm-hmm. about him as a person to try to diminish that. That's not the thing. So again, we're not talking about him. We're talking about the aftermath and and how his influence has influenced people. Emboldened. Emboldened people to think. That they can take exactly what he said, apply it to their life, and that it's either going to work or it's not going to work. Right. And I think we're seeing some of the. Some of how people are not emotionally intelligent. Because if you did, if you took, if you were a follower And believed everything that Kevin Samuel said and thought it was the gospel and thought he was a saint and thought he was a godfather. You know, I just I just um, challenge and I don't even want to say challenge because, again, if you are a follower of his, that's good for you. But I I think that there was another side to it, the openness, the being able to be um, in a room with people and to agree not to agree that there were some things that he said that was problematic, especially if you want to be a active, healthy participant with in the group of men and women. And I'm talking about black men and women. It was problematic.
0: So and I want to add another layer to this conversation. Um, I I don't particularly find him to be, overwhelmingly problematic overwhelmingly that's that's the uh the 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 primary word I want us to focus on I think how his supporters interpreted or took that Mm -hmm. message Mm -hmm. and put it on groups of people um I ultimately I find it unfortunate that there were groups of people who felt so unheard, Mm -hmm. um, who were so insecure Mm -hmm. that they were open to receive not the message, but the maliciousness. Like they took the message and they um, put it out in such a malicious way. Mm-hmm. So even when we have conversations about, you know, the accountability factor, yeah, I get the accountability factor. Um, also people like really look to this man as a father figure. So I think we need to look at the community and say, uh, well, where are the, the people in your lives directly? Why weren't there to, they there to influence you in a manner um, so that anything that a social media influencer said that wasn't the thing to fill the void that you were missing mm-hmm. you know, um <clears throat> I think there are a lot of i'm gonna say men who 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 feel overlooked
1: absolutely they feel
0: overlooked, and some of them are socially awkward, and some of them, and let's be honest, not only do they um Not only are they overlooked by women, but men also Mm -hmm. rag on them, call them simps, and they're punks, and they're soft from from childhood. Absolutely. From childhood. Mm -hmm. And these were some of the people he was speaking to, and that he emboldened, and they took it. One, it did empower them to a certain level, but then they took some of that rhetoric and instead of holding up the mirror to themselves or holding up the mirror to the people in their immediate surroundings, they projected it on to all black women.
1: hmm mm,
0: Nah, I, I I just think that that was problematic. So the, the voiceless and the, those people who are insecure, those people who called into the show, much like we talked about the comedy show, you already know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. So if you're following him, you already know what it is. Mm -hmm. So for you to open yourself up to whatever critique that he gave you, I think that speaks to a certain level of insecurity that you had to Mm -hmm. even expose yourself in that manner on social media. Mm -hmm. And he, he did monetize off of that.
1: Let's not forget that.
0: Monetized off of that. Um, and at the end of the day for me, the bigger threat isn't or wasn't Kevin Samuels. It's his supporters. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the message that they took and how they um, unleashed that onto other people was more malicious and more hurtful than the original delivery that Kevin Samuels gave.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So that that's more so my concern when we talk about the aftermath. And like I said, the glorifying... Yes, he had a message, but how that message has been interpreted by some people is problematic and and it looks like hate. And you know, you and I I know you say this all the time like we don't like each other. Men and women, black men and black women, we don't like each other. And it's unfortunate because I feel like like we are what we have. Mm-hmm. We have we we need to reach out to each other and I don't feel like the conversation lent itself to resolving our issues in the community.
1: And you're right. And so just to touch on what you said about monetizing. So in this world of social media, clicks and likes equate to um fame, mm-hmm. it equates to revenue. Um, it equates to status, mm-hmm. right? So it can also be looked at as though he was provocative or his delivery was of such because we all know negativity on social media is what gets the clicks and the likes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's not forget that he was a business
0: a businessman.
1: And a businessman.
0: So I actually pulled up one of his old, old videos because I think he started in 2015. And although he was well put together, you know, just clean cut, um, he wasn't as polished. I mean, he still had the suit on, but it didn't look like a tailor made, mm-hmm. so, you know, um, he didn't have, it didn't appear like he had the the expensive frame glasses, but he was still well put together. And I'm listening to the conversation and he's the content overall was the same. And he was talking to men specifically mm-hmm. in this video and it did it was it didn't come off as malicious at all,
1: mm-hmm.
0: at all. So at some time between then and now there was a realization of, like you said, m- provocativeness and malicious, that sales. Mm-hmm. On social media. So mm-hmm. there was a change. And again, I, I can only say so much because I did like a cram, cram session, a few hours, just trying to watch all the videos and all the different content surrounding him. And there definitely was a transition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a transition. And I know some people, um, they speak to, he didn't gain the traction that he had until he started I'll say demeaning black women. Mm-hmm.
1: So so I think a takeaway from this is like for everybody else cuz I even heard stuff about legacy and you know the the comments that certain people made that karma is you know is a bitch basically and um the legacy that he left behind you know legacy is for people who care about legacy um but it's more for who's left after you you leave Mm -hmm. and so I think that Kevin Samuels understood the um the 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 mechanism that was needed for social media for him to gain that popularity I won't even sit here and say that he cared about legacy right what he did from the
0: standpoint of Image how he looks or how we think about
1: him. How we think about him yeah. once he's no longer here. Because yeah. again, for
0: some people, legacy is is my family financially positioned mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, carry on mm-hmm, whatever? So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he cared. Mm-hmm. And, and so, with that being said, I just challenge his followers that because of this aftermath, you know, there's, there's, you can look at this in several ways. Um, You can look at it as in, he's not being currently remembered for the positivity. He's being currently remembered for the negativity. And I know that they'll probably say, well, that's dependent upon how you receive the message. Um, But you made a a, a comment about um, mending the divide between the men and the women. And if that was truly His objective, if that's what they're saying, if it was to hold up the mirror to the women, if it was to hold women accountable, men accountable. Well, what I will ask this question, especially of those who are listening, did he accomplish that? And if he did. Yeah,
0: I know some would say that I've, I've heard and I know that should have probably been a mic drop moment. But I heard he had like a dating platform and there were actually people who, you know, got together. But overall, when you, again, what you're talking about is how many people even know that?
1: Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't until you told me.
0: Yeah. So people don't even know you for the good. And I'm using air quotes, the good that you may have put out in the community. All they know you for is the maliciousness. Mm-hmm. So, so, mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So I think we have one other topic to talk about and we're going to just touch on this b- very, very briefly um, because I think it's still like a it's, it's developing. It's developing as we speak, um, but it is the Supreme Court's decision to is it overturn Roe versus Wade, um, which which. Shanika you know had to bring me up to speed with because there's a perception about Roe versus Wade and, and what um, it truly is about but in a nutshell Roe versus Wade and Shanika is the official note taker so I'm sure she has notes on it I see her pen moving so she's gonna clean me up on this but what um, I have had to understand Roe versus Wade is not necessarily about the specifically about the right to have an abortion but it is more about the right of privacy so go ahead and break it down for me, saucy.
0: So that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have. So let me tell you, I, I've been I've been attempting to listen to conversations and read up on this from different angles. Um, and you know what, Bash, you need a lot of greed to dissect some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like this is beyond my level. <sighs> my level of understanding from the standpoint of how people are trying to. Um, just, just, uh, dissect the constitution. Like, look, look, can we do it or not? Mm -hmm. So I will just tell you my takeaways because just going into the deep dive is just a lot. Overall, if they overturn Roe versus Raid, that would essentially just put it in the state's hands. Mm -hmm. Each state can decide how they want to, um, Move forward with um, how they allow abortion. regulate abortion, yeah, how they regulate abortions. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and of course, you know, that split down party lines as mm-hmm. far as how that's going to take place. And just with me doing a deep dive, I'm just going to say my little two cents. I just think it's so much that's wrapped up in what people consider to be. Um, when life starts Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that, uh, I I think it should stay in the Supreme court's hands.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I I, I don't think any government entity should be able to tell you, no, you cannot move forward with, um, how you
1: and your doctor
0: deal with your health issues.
1: Just to, to go back. Should it stay in the Supreme Court's hands to leave it the way that it is?
0: To leave it the way that it is. Okay. In that I don't believe anybody should tell you you can't. Correct. So I'll just say that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Anybody should be able to tell you you can't because some of the conversation or legislation that's being put on the books now, it just makes no sense to me. And it's obvious that either the legislators or those sponsoring these bills have absolutely no idea how women's bodies work,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how the human body work mm-hmm. or they don't care. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm just going to use a, for instance, I know one of the bills that's on the table, I think in Louisiana, uh, they're considering outlawing certain, they, they're considering outlaw. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. (laughs) I'm over here making noise and passion telling me shut up. I'm fidgeting y'all anyway. So they're considering outlawing certain birth control Mm -hmm. because the birth control prevents a fertilized egg from implanting. Mm -hmm. So they're making the nexus to that being an abortion or you killing a child
1: terminating.
0: You're terminating. The pregnancy. The pregnancy. So, health 101. When the spermatozoa connects (laughs) with the ova, (laughs) and it fertilizes the egg, it travels down the fallopian
1: tube. To where? Mind
0: mind you, it's fertilized, right? So Mm -hmm. it's doing whatever magic it's doing in this little cell and multiplying. As it travels down the fallopian tube, Mm -hmm. and then it implants itself along the uterine walls, Mm -hmm. certain contraceptives such as an IUD Mm -hmm. prevents Mm -hmm. a fertilized egg from implanting itself. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to outlaw birth control such as an IUD. What? Like I'm, it's too much. It is. So because we have representative sponsors, who are lobbyists who are using this to such extreme measures. Mm -hmm. One, I feel mm -mm, don't even allow them to fall down this slippery slope Mm -hmm. and going back to the right to privacy. You don't know what a woman has going on and that's between her and her healthcare professional. Mm -hmm. She can have a topic pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Pasha, you care to share with the listening audience what that means
1: an ectopic pregnant pregnancy is that the fertilized egg does not travel down to the uterus Mm -hmm. okay it stays usually in the fallopian tubes or in that space and unless mm, biologically speaking when that happens the 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 embryo cannot develop. Is it an embryo is it or it an em- is it
0: a zygote?
1: We're going to say the zygote. Yes. Because it could stay in the fallopian tubes or that space for a longer period of time while it develops, but that environment is not conducive for the development of an embryo. Yes.
0: And it can ultimately do what to the character? Kill kill the mother.
1: Kill the mother. The, the it, I, I don't think that there is any probability that the um zygote Yeah, is going to survive, Mm -hmm. and because of this mass now growing in a place where it's not supposed to grow, Mm -hmm. ultimately this leads to a high percentage of death or a percentage of death to the mother.
0: That part, and then there's so many other unanswered questions because if we're now considering this a child. Hmm. pro-lifers um um can i put insurance on this baby
1: can i get some e-i-t-c
0: can
1: (laughs) Can i get a social security card so i can get some e-i-t-c some child tax credit
0: can they start getting child support exactly like like we it, it opens again a broader conversation because you just can't say okay this is a person now and not follow through with all the benefits the life the life right (laughs) that a person would have yeah right but we don't want not we but they Mm -hmm. don't want to have that conversation and then it goes back to the separation of church versus state so look if go ahead and say because i'm about to
1: I, I want to talk briefly about the fact that this even decision to overturn this is in the hands of people who are not in their reproductive prime. Old, old old people, people. right? Old and and so why is this that so high on their agenda to want to overturn? When realistically, in their immediate, I'm talking about in their lives, this isn't something that I would say is high on their list of things to do. I don't think that any one of these people sitting on the Supreme Court is reproductively trying to pump babies out or pump a baby or pump some sperm into someone for a result of a baby. So why is it so high on your agenda? Why? And then that rip, that effect has a ripple down effect. It has a very, very um, impactful ripple down effect on a demographic of people. What is it? It's two Supreme Court justices that are women at this point in time. Is it two? Three. 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 Right. And, uh, Ka- call me
0: Barrett
1: co- child. and Katanji. Katanji. Right. So but beside they're the minority at this point in time. And I'm not even and one of them I think are just is jumping on the bandwagon to overturn this. But neither here nor there, like
0: well, even from the state
1: standpoint,
0: mm-hmm. because you still have the state.
1: Well, once they overturn it, yeah, it's yeah. going down to the state. Yeah,
0: and right now they have these bills, look, ready to roll.
1: But the fact that the state, here it is, the, the pandemic has shown us that the federal the federal level and the state level can't be on the same page with anything.
0: Nothing.
1: Anything. So right now you put it down to the hands of these states and in these red states, these people do what the hell they want to do when they want to do it, how they want to do it, and just because they can do it. um And that's dangerous, like you said, with the bill in Louisiana where they want to ban an IUD. Like, really? An IUD? Y'all need to go ban some some other shit, right? That's what you need to be worried about. Or you need to be concerned if you want to be all up in the... In the space of where you're concerned about women's reproductive rights, give as much emphasis and as much harsh scrutiny on male reproductive rights. Stop, Mm -hmm. stop having insurance pay for this goddamn Viagra. Stop having being able to do a telehealth visit with some app to get some dick pills. Right? (laughs) Because if your shit don't work, let it not work and keep it the fuck moving. It is God's will. It is God's will. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes. but it, but it's opening up a lot it's opening up a lot it's opening up and and it's been said over and over again when you regulate abortions when you ban abortions it does not stop abortions from happening it just makes them more um Dangerous. It, it makes the procedures dangerous. It makes it uh, more um, risky for someone to get an abortion because they're gonna have it. They're gonna go and, and get it, or you're gonna make it harder for for the person to be able to do it. But it's not going to stop people from having abortions. It's not. So you would rather have women risk their lives, right? Because you're taking it out of the hands of them and their healthcare provider. You're gonna have women now risk their lives to do what they believe is best for them. And they're going to do it by any means necessary. It means necessary. And this is the United States that we live in. Like, let's not sugarcoat this. Mm. This is supposed to be what? The greatest country mm. of it all. Mm. When has America ever been great?
0: Mm. At what?
1: At anything?
0: That empty thing. And we look, we're not even going to do a deep dive into look, the conspiracy theories of it all.
1: Oh, yeah, because there's a lot.
0: It, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Because at the end of the day, I don't think they care about our babies.
1: I don't think so either.
0: It shows. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care about our babies.
1: So it, we're just at really a slippery slope. And, and again, this Roe versus Wade situation to overturn that is... Um, it's going to have a ripple down effect and just not only on abortion, it's going to have a ripple down effect on other things. And then they're going to be, they're going to start to rip away certain levels of privacy that you thought that you had, um, or that you should have. And, and and if that's overturned, then, you know, it's, it's going to be some change, but, um, I just find it very, very entertaining and very not funny how people who are not even in their reproductive prime are trying to make a decision about reproductive health and reproductive rights, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: the nerve,
0: the nerve. So for those of you who, regardless of how you feel, just, I I would just beg you to open your mind up and think about the bigger picture Mm -hmm. and how that would impact the everyday working person mm-hmm. because some people have means to travel to other states and still get the care that they need.
1: Like that word.
0: I like that mm-hmm. to get the care that they need. There are a lot of people who don't have that, um, who have the resources. There are people, look, even if they outlawed it, there are people who have passports will travel mm-hmm. and they can do that. Um, and I also just want to add this layer on to it as well, because you hear the conversation about, um, well, just have the baby and give it up for adoption. We have uh, almost half a million kids that's in foster care right now that's not getting the care and that, that they need in order to be productive citizens. I don't think this country is set up to truly care for families and children. So we don't have the parental leave. We don't. We don't invest in education. We don't invest in healthcare. We we don't even provide means for women. Mm, let me back it up. Parents, mm-hmm. parents to stay home. One to recover, either recover from childbirth, um, even as far as adoption is concerned. To even be home to bond with that child that you've adopted. We, we We don't have resources, and there are people who are on the pro-choice side that just feel like you only care about fetuses. You mm-hmm. don't care about children, you care about fetuses and mm-hmm. once the 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 child the fetus is born,
1: you don't care about that you no more. don't
0: care about that because mm-hmm. the resources are not in place to help families and that child to develop in a healthy, healthy environment. Mm-hmm. That's all I got passion that's all I,
1: got. I think that's all that needs to be said. I think that's all. We touched on a lot of topics Mm. just in the last 60 days.
0: The last 60 days. Probably 45.
1: Probably 45. But
0: we don't like that number, so we're going to say. We don't.
1: (laughs) We're going to say 60. We're going to round up. We're going to round
0: up. We got anything else we need to talk about? Well, it's a lot still going on because I think as we speak, they just had this shooting in Buffalo, but, mm-hmm. mm, you know, information's well, still coming out. Yep. Mm, mm. We can talk
1: about that on the next one.
0: Yeah, we can, we can, yeah, as we get more information. As
1: we get more information. You know, unfortunately, we like to be, we like to have a complete picture. Mm. Um, Even though
0: I think, you know, we have enough
1: <laughs> because,
0: <laughs> look.
1: Well, the facts is out there. It is. It, it's. It's it looks. It's definitely a racially racially charged incident. Mm. Um, and just to touch on it, right quick. So there was an eighteen year old went into a Buffalo, I think Tops supermarket, supermarket,
0: um,
1: shot In full gear, full tactical gear. Yes, had a semi automatic, um, rifle. Probably, and I I know he had the rifle. Um, the rifle. What was on the rifle, Shanika? Nigger. was
0: etched along the barrel of the rifle.
1: Um, Err. 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 There is a manifesto. Yes. Um, 10 people, 11 people killed. 10 to 11. I mean, sorry, 10 I to think, 11 shot.
0: I think 10 died and I think two or three injured. Or okay.
1: Something like that. So at, uh, so at this time. At this time. Um, but was able to be arrested with not a scratch on that
0: pretty little, uh, porcelain, porcelain face, not a scratch.
1: 18 years old. Um, mugshot came out
0: after, let me tell you the day of the,
1: the deep dive I had to do
0: to just get a picture of the dude. Just to get a picture, and then the picture that I that I found wasn't even the mug shot. Mm -hmm. It was a side view of him with a mask on in court.
1: And and so, so for us to be fair, we gave Dave Chappelle's attacker, who appeared to be a black person or a person of color, person of color. We gave his name. Mm -hmm. What's this? Young man's name.
0: Girl, he wasn't on this list. Hold
1: on. I know he wasn't, but let's put his name out there because putting putting a name to it makes it more. It makes I think it makes it powerful. So let's address him by his name because that's
0: Peyton
1: Gendron. Look, G E N D R O N Gendron Gendron. So Peyton Gendron. Peyton Gendron of Conklin, New York.
0: He drove like 200 miles
1: walked mm. walked into it appears to be a supermarket that's probably with predominantly black oh, shoppers yes. or in a black, in, a black in a black community. Um nigger was written on the semi-automatic weapon that was used. Um he's killed at approximately 10 people at this point in time. I believe most of them if not all of them were black. Yes. Um so we're going to we're going to put name to this person because it is what it is. Mm. So we're not gonna gloss over and say an 18 year old. No, that's who Peyton went in this store mm-hmm. and killed black people intentionally.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: gonna end it on this note because there's a lot going on. But um I had an awesome time coming back to the mic.
0: It has. I missed it. I missed
1: it. We must do this again.
0: And we will.
1: Mm, so, how do we normally close out? Until later. Peace. Peace. This is Real Talk with Pasha B.